0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book Paperboy. To order today go to howiecarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's
1: time for the Howie Car Show. Big big day in politics. Finally it's arrived. The New Hampshire primary it's underway. Do you get out if you lose today? No, I don't get out if I lose today.
0: I didn't hear no bell. I changed my vote this morning and went instead of voting for Haley, I voted for uh, Donald Trump. You changed your vote
1: this morning. Why?
0: I think the election the primary's over.
1: Bye bye.
0: Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios.
1: So if you go back really not not that long ago, as I say, we kind of we owned the news. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news and they're much more questioning about what we're saying.
2: I know how to change the way the public thinks of me. I'll buy every media outlet in
0: town. Bring me a checkbook and a Mother Moon. President Biden's name's not even on the ballot. I'm kind of angry about it. And some people have said, why should we write his name in when he won't even give us the time of day? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr.
3: Polls are still open in New Hampshire. Get out there and vote. I think we're going to play uh, the the uh, Trump interview again at uh, around 6.30 tonight, uh, one last time. Uh, get out there and vote, whatever you're going to do. Be sure to uh, make your voice heard, as the old cliche goes, and it's true. 339 says, is Joe Biden a valid write-in? Shouldn't it be Joseph R. D- Biden, Delaware? Will it work? I, I agree. I agree. They, you know, if if you write in something, they could the the person who's counting the votes can make anything of it that they want, unless it's a sticker. And that, but the the signs in New Hampshire, they've all said write in Joe Biden, not Joseph Biden, not Joseph R Biden, not Joseph Robinette Barron, excuse me, Biden. It's I don't know how can how can they count these things, these votes. 844-500-4242. I want to play a couple of cuts. We're going to take more calls. We got a lot of people who want to talk about this, uh, but uh, I want to play a couple of uh, cuts here. This is uh, this is one from uh, Emma Tucker. I guess she runs the Wall Street Journal, and she's talking about how she was at Davos, and she's from Old Blighty, and uh, she she was talking about how they lo- they've lost control. They've lost control of uh, the the mainstream media has lost control. Not just the L.A. Times, which laid off. Uh, 115 people today because they're losing 30-40 million a year. Not just the Washington Post which is losing a hundred million a year, but even the Wall Street Journal which is it's squishy but it's still a pretty decent paper. It's the uh, one of the few decent papers left. But Emma Tucker is angry because they've lost control of the narrative. State-run media. Cut 14.
1: When there's a big big news event, a big world event, people still come to the legacy brands, we still have a lot of trust. But I think you only have to go back... I think I think we have to maintain that trust and we have to work at maintaining it in a way that we didn't have to do not so long ago. So if you go back really not not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal, the 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 New York Times, then that was a fact. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying.
3: Trump colluded with Russia. Trump said, find the votes. I mean, it can just go on and on and on. And she wonders, what, what, what happened? What happened? You ever hear this? Emma, over in the U.K., did they ever have a story about the little boy who cried Wolf. The little boy who cried, Trump, won too many times. And no one believed him when the wolf came. Then there was a debate. Uh, you know, they have the jungle primary in uh, California for the uh, statewide election. So the top two people, whether they're two Democrats or a Democrat and a Republican or whatever, they get to be on the final ballot. So they got uh, three, Repub- three Democrats, three congressmen, including Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, and Barbara Lee up against Steve Garvey, the uh, former uh, great uh, first baseman for the L.A. Dodgers. He's running as a Republican. And so uh, Steve Garvey was pointing out that Adam Schiff had been censured for, uh, for lying. And he, and he was. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fact. He lied about everything in the Russian collusion. He was part of the uh, New York Times, Washington Post collusion hoax that uh, dominated uh, politics in the U.S. for a couple of years anyway. So this is Steve Garvey uh, at, a, at a debate with all the uh, Senate candidates in California, but he's t- he's talking to Adam Schiff. Cut seven.
4: Californians who are visiting other states. Thank you, Thank you Congressman. And that have to decision divide. would be dangerous. Mr. G- Mr. Garvey, your yes, rebuttal.
5: I-, I think you've been censored for lying.
1: You I was censured standing up to and a this president is exactly Mr. Garvey, what I'm politicians turn. Politicians Let him go.
5: Or trying to determine who we are by race or by color or by gender. They never listen. They have prearranged words to say.
3: That's Garvey, Steve Garvey, the Republican candidate. He's running second right now in the uh, to shift in the. Uh, in the so-called jungle primary, so this is Schiff comes back at him, and wait till you hear how Steve Garvey puts him down at the end. Cut eight.
1: Thank you, Mr. Garvey.
0: All right, we're
3: going to. i to
4: insist on answering. All I'll right, just called a liar by Mr. Garvey. Okay, thirty Mr. seconds. Mr. Garvey, I was censured for standing up to a corrupt president, and you know something? I would do it all over again, because that corrupt president, that president who's been indicted. With 94 felony, 91 felony counts, that president that you won't refuse to support. Yeah, he's a danger, and I will stand up to him and Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan and any of those MAGA enablers of his in the Congress. The reason why our democracy is in trouble is because folks don't have the courage to stand up when
5: well, they
2: need to.
4: Okay, thank you very much. Sir? We're going to keep. We're going to keep. We're going to keep let
2: moving.
5: Me, let me just heap that both <laughs> my name. All right, R- real quick, sir, you lied to 300 million people. You can't take that back. Okay, we're gonna keep moving.
3: Exactly! And Schiff just is is looking at him dumbfounded that someone would call him out for what he is, which is a liar. You remember that? I have, do you have evidence? Yeah, I have, a, yeah, I, I just can't, uh, I can't make the evidence public. It's, uh, I've I've discovered it in my role as the chairman of the Committee on Intelligence or whatever the hell he Where is the evidence? There was no evidence. He was lying. 844-500-4242. Doug, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Doug.
4: Hello, Father Carr. I'm calling because I have a confession to make.
3: I'm a Monsignor, by the way, but uh, we'll let Monsignor that go.
4: Monsignor Carr, excuse Thank me. Thank you. It's been 20 years since I last called into your program, and my my sin was that for the first time in also 20 years, I voted in the Democratic primary up here uh, with deep within the deep state of New Hampshire.
3: I, I could, you know... My son, many of us have crossed the line. I, I myself, one senior car, have voted in a Democrat primary or two or three. Who did you vote for, my son?
4: As you may uh, be aware, there was a movement up here to vote ceasefire among a certain sector of the New Hampshire population.
3: Yes, the I people, who were, the people who were chanting Genocide Joe at him uh, at, uh, <laughs> <at>, um, today <laughs> the down in Manassas. Yeah. I,
4: I do not count myself among that tribe. Uh, <laughs> I thought it much more important that we retain the integrity of our borders. So I did my own write-in for Close the Border. As my Democrat
3: uh, in office. Okay, I, I, you know the th- the unfortunate thing is, Doug. I appreciate your your effort, and, and so does so does the higher the higher power that I represent as the Monsignor. But still, it won't be counted when you when you read your precinct by precinct uh, tabulations in the weekly newspaper on Thursday or Friday. There will not be any. There will not be a vote listed for close the border.
4: I realize it was a quixotic uh, quest, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, it had to be done.
3: Did you think about voting for Dean Phillips just to give uh, Biden the uh, tickle? I,
4: I actually, uh, w- uh, when I woke up this morning, uh, my epiphany was to vote for him, but then I actually listened to some of his, uh, what he had to say, and I just couldn't pull yeah. the trigger on that.
3: Yeah, that's you know you know the thing is he it was probably a, a mixed blessing for him to go on Fox News this morning, you know, and and a, a couple of times yesterday, he, I think he probably yeah convinced a lot of people to to vote for close the border or somebody else. Thank you, Doug, for your uh, for your penance. One hail mary. Hey, Allie, One hail mary, a good hail mary. Thank you, Doug. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. You know, speaking of uh, uh, Catholic uh, Catholic lingo, I uh, you know, that guy C.J. Stroud, I, I really like that that uh, young quarterback for the Houston Texans. And, uh, he, you know, he, he said, tried to say, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and NBC cut it out of the uh, replay, and the he he. he he made a bad pass and they lost the game, uh, the playoff game. And he said uh, that was a terrible throw, that was a mortal sin. And I thought, wow, mortal sin. That's. <laughs> I thought he was a born again after he was talking about his Lord and Savior. But maybe he's, uh, he's maybe he's into m- many religions. But I like the guy. C.J. Stroud is his name. He's the quarterback for the Texans. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr, we'll be right back. Howie Carr is back. 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you by Colette Tours and the November 16th Listener Getaway to Iceland with Caroline Levitt. For more information, go to HowieCarrShow.com and click on the Listener Getaway banner. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far?
0: Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is how soon will Nikki Haley drop out of the race? Tonight, during her concession speech, by the end of the week, she'll last until South Carolina or never. She's going to win New Hampshire. I'm going to say by the end of the week. 18% say by the end of the week. 12% say tonight. 5% say never. And 65% say she'll last until... S. C.
3: All right. We don't have time to get into it tonight, but uh, the uh, Daily Mail just broke a story uh, saying that uh, the, the top Republican in the uh, Arizona state GOP tried to bribe Carrie Lake not to run for the Senate. He said powerful people back east were offering her money. They've got audio of it. Should be a very interesting story. Uh, check it out. I'll, t- I'll tweet it out just this, so you can see it. It's uh, it's it's pretty. We'll get to it tomorrow. 844-500-4242. And at at six thirty, we're going to replay the the uh, interview that I had earlier today with uh, Donald J. Trump. And uh, it, it's it's pretty interesting. If you ha- you probably haven't heard it, we have a high turnover of listeners. Obviously, throughout the course of the the show, four hours. And if you haven't heard it, I, I think it's worth listening to. And please get out and vote. Uh, if you're in New Hampshire, uh, it's, it, every vote counts, and uh, you always gotta you always gotta run run on a campaign like you're you're down, not up. And we don't know what's going on. We hear we're hearing mixed reports about some some people are saying a lot of Dems or independents Dems who who are registered independent are taking Republican votes, then re-registering. Or when they are, when they uh, finish voting for Nikki Haley. So we don't know how much of that stuff's going on. So if you're a Trump person, get out there tonight. If You still got time. You still got till 7 o'clock. 844 500 42 339. You belong to Mar a Lago Palm Beach Yacht Club. Palm Beach Yacht Club, it's an eating club, is what it is. Mar a Lago! It's. It's it's not like an exclusive club. It's not like I'm at a polo club. This just, the mailroom manager won this at a bingo game. That's the kind of place it is. It has bingo games on Wednesday night. 844-5042-42. So this is uh, so so again. This will be this will be the last segment. Then we'll go to the. Rec- I'll I'll still be here, but uh, I don't want you to think I'm taking a slide. But uh, we'll be playing the uh, the re- pre-recorded. Damn interview. it,
0: you were here early today to pre-record this interview, <laughs> and I'm staying to the very end. That's right. That's because get yourself an extra coffee at the Breakers tomorrow morning. You damn right. I got one right
3: here—a double espresso. Give Roscoe
0: another piece of pastrami.
3: <laughs> All right, thank you, Taylor. But let's take a couple of more calls before I—I'm uh, not checking out. I'm just going to be here listening again but uh, I'm going to be uh, on, on tape. You'll never know the difference. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ronnie, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ronnie.
4: Hey, Howie, Hudson, New Hampshire here? Yes. Uh, yep, yeah. I went and voted this morning, and I voted for President Trump.
3: All right.
4: And then I went over, picked my mom up in Pelham, New Hampshire, 86 yes. years old, and she voted Donald J. as well, and when we entered the parking lot, there was not one Nikki sign available in sight. So,
3: were there some old ladies though holding uh, right in Joe Biden signs?
4: No, they were just all. Every sign was Trump. They even had a. Uh, it looked like a National Guard vehicle. You know, one of those big, big right. Uh, and it had it and it had a think trump way up in the air and so yeah it was pretty neat and uh yeah she must have got expelled
3: <laughs> all right bronie good job and good job getting mom to go, to go out and vote for Trump as well thank you Baxter you're next with Howie car go ahead Baxter
5: hey good evening commendatory uh, so my wife and I we went this morning and uh went to our precinct four in Portsmouth. And that old lady was there. I spoke to her. Uh, Howie, uh, <laughs> she, she,
3: the same old know, lady she, near the library.
5: Yeah, so, this, so I'll describe her. She was about 110 pounds, maybe 75, 80, dressed to the nines with designer clothes and whole in uh, gray hair and holding the sign. So I, did, I didn't want to initiate contact. So, but she said to me, "Thank you for voting." So I said, "Can I ask you one question?" She says, "Yeah." I go. My question is, why? And she looked at me, and she really didn't know. Like, she looked kind of confused, and I said, well, Joe lost here in 2020, came in fifth place, uh, and then went down to South Carolina, and Ray Claiborne saved him. And then there was a deal struck to uh, have South Carolina be the first in the country. And uh, New Hampshire said, no, we're not going to go along with that. So the DNC uh, gave us the shaft, you know, that you're not going to get any uh, votes for the convention here. Uh, so, Joe, why are you here? Are you are you just here to hold a sign so he won't be embarrassed? And she basically, Holly, I swear, she looked at me, rolled her, put her head down, and she kind of shook her head, kind of like, yeah, I'm here just because we're here to, so he won't be embarrassed. But
3: wow, uh, when when you said she was 110 pounds, I thought you were going to say she was 110 years old.
5: <laughs> oh. I have a name for these people up here, but it's too, I, I it's a, i
3: don't want to. Say it. Yeah, yeah you, Dapper O'Neill used to say something about these old ladies too, but I don't want to say it either. It's—it's. It's, I could say it on the air, but it's not a charitable thing to say, you know. Especially since I'm getting up there myself. But anyway, Baxter, thanks for the thanks for the call. Sorry, we don't have more time for uh, more calls, but we're gonna we want to play the uh, Trump interview again. I talked to him this this morning. He's, he was up in New Hampshire and uh, stand by and listen to it. Get out and vote if you're in New Hampshire, please. I'm Howie Garland. The
0: Matthews Brothers Studios.
3: Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, and now, without further ado, it is a pleasure to introduce our first guest, former President Donald J. Trump, who's in New Hampshire awaiting uh, awaiting the polls to close, to, so that he can claim a resounding victory in the first in the nation primary. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, Mr. President.
2: Well, it's good to be with you as always. Hi,
3: Howie. What What should Nikki Haley do after she concedes? tonight mr president
2: well i don't know that she'll concede because uh somebody said she had a big blow up on fox today and she was going a little bit crazy but i understand that nikki i've known it uh but she uh she was not good on that particular show i heard it was sort of cursed caused a stir so i don't know and uh, we're just we're just going to win we're going to keep winning and you know she uh, got up last week and she made like a victory speech and she came in 3rd <laughs> <laughs> Considering there were three people, right? But she came in third, and uh, it was a weird thing. And uh, I think that she probably won't. But we beat her the following week. You know, she's uh, not even registered for the caucus because it's a caucus. It's Nevada, and we went 100 percent to Nevada, which is a pretty big state. That's a lot of that's a lot of delegates. And then uh, we go to her state, and I'm leading her by like 50 points, 5-0, which is not a nice. That's not a good signal. Yeah. But we're leading her by fifty points, and uh, so I don't, I don't see a road. But you know, you never know. Life and politics are strange, strange things. So we'll see what happens. But I think we're, uh, I think we're doing really well. Howie, I will tell you, you and I have been doing this stuff for a long time, talking to each other and having uh, many times, I guess. And uh, I've never seen the spirit. We won in sixteen. We did even better in twenty twenty, and you know, we we had twelve million more votes. We did better. But think of it, uh, the spirit we had. We were always known for that spirit. What we have this year blows it away. And I think the reason is that Biden is so bad. It's so pathetic what's happening at the border, what's happening with wars that are starting again. Here we go into the Middle East. We're dropping bombs again all over the place. We didn't have that with me. We were strong. We were respected. Viktor Orban said, you need Trump back. He's from the prime minister of Hungary. And uh, he said, if you get Trump back, everything's going to stop because they all feared Trump, which I didn't say that he did.
3: You said this weekend you didn't think that Joe Biden was going to make it to November. I mean, who do you realistically think, if not Biden, you'll be running against uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Gavin Newsom, somebody else?
2: Yeah, I, well, I think you'll have a free-for-all after that. And, you know, there is something about an incumbent. I don't know why they respect him so much. It's not respect. That's just. I guess it's a tradition. But, uh, you know, you have a guy that nobody ever heard of as a, a congressman who's just an average congressman said, let me let me become famous. And he challenged him. And I, I can't imagine he does very well, although there are a lot of people that want to write in names. You know, New Hampshire is very angry at him because he really disrespected the state. And there's no way they can win the state in, in November because they he was he has really he's He's taken a long time tradition of New Hampshire, Iowa, New Hampshire It's like this was automatic for you know many, many decades, and it became a part of our election process almost a beautiful part tradition, and he says, "I'm not gonna play there, and I think it was very disrespectful to your state i mean it's I can't imagine that the people of New Hampshire are very happy about it, very, very disrespectful to your state.
3: Let me ask you about the prosecutor in Atlanta, Fannie Willis. You know, she hired her uh, her, her boyfriend, uh, who who has no experience. Unbelievable! A, what should be done about Fannie Willis and her boyfriend, and, and about this whole case that was based on a uh, a phone call that the Washington Post printed that was totally fictitious.
2: Yeah, a perfect call. Yeah, that they printed the wrong words too. (laughs) You know, I don't know if you know they made up. No, they the the Wall Street
3: Journal called them out on it. They didn't correct it until the Wall Street Journal printed the actual transcript of what the call was, which was totally different from. What they said. So, what should happen to Fannie Willis? Yeah,
2: they left the good parts out, meaning the good parts like (laughs) be peaceful, be patriotic. You know, like in the speech where they never say peacefully and patriotically. Uh, She and the boyfriend. It's really an embarrassment to the state of Georgia. They've got to drop the case. I mean, they did the case, and the reason they picked me is that I'm slightly high profile. Okay, and (laughs) he could get paid more money by going after Trump than going after uh, William Smith. Jim Jones or somebody, you know, he could get more money by going after Trump. He can't get a million dollars by going after somebody that nobody ever heard of. So uh, this was what they did. And they and, and what's really sad is they colluded with Washington. You know, they went there numerous times. Right. They met with all their political people and the political operatives and DOJ. Look, they've weaponized elections now. They've weaponized, never been done before in this country, at least not that anybody knows he, of. He said he worked 24
3: operative. hours. He he got the job, and four days later, he said he worked 24 hours.
2: Yeah, well, he worked 24 hours for weeks. You know, he worked 24 hours a day for weeks. <laughs> In other words, based on what he said, he didn't sleep for weeks. So he's isn't it wonderful to have hard workers like that, right? No, this is sleaze that we're dealing with, real sleaze. And she got up and made that speech in church, and uh, she pulled out the race card, and she did everything that you could do, but said some crazy things, so, you know, that uh, it was her right to do this because she's a woman of color, she said. And, you know, it's just pure dishonesty. It's horrible. Nobody thought... A thing like that could happen. And they were trying to give her praise, you know, when she announced the indictment. She wanted to indict everybody. She had like sixty, seventy people. And you know, they're doing this thing, I guess it was slates or something. I don't know what they were doing, but these some of these people are like great people, like they're great patriots. They got indicted. Right. And the Democrats do the same thing. They put in slates. Uh Thomas Jefferson did it a long time ago, but you know, this has been doing they uh they put in slates, I believe it was Alabama with me, and I won it by 45 points. You know, they tried to claim that I didn't win Alabama. I won by 48 points or so 45 points.
3: Well, they tried to get all the These electors to to switch in 2016, right? I mean, what, what's the difference? Absolutely. What Hillary Clinton did, did, it, did in did 2016.
2: Howie, they did it, and they did it at a level that you wouldn't believe. They did it at a level that you wouldn't believe. And then they go after Republicans for doing the exact same thing they did, except I think in a more honest fashion. No, they're bad, and uh, I think that's why our poll numbers are so good. To be honest with you, they people are sick and tired of it. But that whole Georgia scandal is really blown up. I mean, today it's the biggest story. It's number. It's trending number one. And they went on beautiful vacations with the money that she paid him. And he never Cruises. made that much money. And he never did a case like this. No experience, you know.
3: So. Yeah. Tim Scott has been with you. Uh, he came up Friday night to endorse right. you. He's, he's, I, he was with you yesterday in, in Laconia, all across the state. Uh, he announced his engagement. Right. Is is Tim Scott now the front runner for the vice presidential nomination?
2: Well, he's a guy that I look at. I, he's such a wonderful man. He is a wonderful guy, and he's he's been a friend of mine for a long time. And, you know, that's a big thing for a senator from her, her state where she appointed him, but he couldn't stand her. Uh, you know, I mean, she's just—she's not good. She's not good. And uh, he didn't like her, and he endorsed me, and I was impressed by that endorsement. You know, he said, I had to do the right thing. I have to do the right thing for the country. We had no wars. Howie, we didn't have a war for 78 years. The first time in, I guess, at least 78 years— that this has happened, and we beat ISIS, and Soleimani and Al Baghdadi. Got him out. You know the whole thing we did. We did a real job militarily. We rebuilt our country. You're going I'm gonna cut energy prices in this area by 50% within one year. They pay the highest. This area pays the highest energy prices in the whole country by far, and there's no reason for it. I'm not a big fan of your governor, Howie. I know you're not either, but I can't say that. <laughs> But I'm not a big fan of this guy because your energy, even your voting system, where Democrats and independents, everyone's allowed to vote in the Republican primary. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. But uh, we're going to you your about, energy prices here by 50 percent.
3: Let me ask you about the foreign policy situation. You know, all these uh, U.S. servicemen are now being injured by in attacks by the, the Iranian uh, Yep proxies you know you had uh, s- several suffered uh, what they call traumatic brain injuries the the other night these uh, these proxies that now have all this money uh, since uh, Biden got back into office you have two navy seals dead in the in the red sea they were trying yeah. to intercept a, a ship and uh, but there, there seems to be no, no real response from from the Biden administration, yeah. other than a no, few, no. a few attacks that uh, that Biden admits aren't working against the Houthis. What is your criticism of uh, how should the Middle East be handled, especially Iran in their proxies right now?
2: When I had Iran, they were broke. They had no money. They didn't give any money to Hamas or to Hezbollah to anybody. The, the, uh, they just they didn't have any money. They were broke, pure broke. They had no money. We had no problem because they're the ones that give out the money. They dish it out. Now Iran is a rich country under Biden. They have $200 billion in cash. They're making a fortune with oil. I told China and other countries, if you buy from them, you can't deal with us. Everybody stop buying oil. We would have had a deal, and two weeks after the election, we would have had a deal if uh, the bad result, you know, we got more votes than any other sitting president in history, and they say we lost by a whisker. You know what happened. Uh, Just terrible.
3: What should it, Biden it do about these attacks? Thing. Kirby said the other day, well, it's only a very small number of servicemen. But that's traumatic brain injuries. I cannot Two understand seals
2: what's going. He's, yeah, he's apologizing for them as they attack our men. Now, we're not respected as a country anymore. We were so respected as a country. We're not respected anymore. And, you know, he's gotten so much money from so many countries. You never know. He's a Manchurian candidate. You understand that. It's uh, You don't know what's going on with him. They treat us so badly. They treat us with no respect, and they do whatever they want. They're shooting missiles all over the place at us, and we don't even respond. And the response we give is so so minor. I'll tell you what, if I won the election, it would stop. With the mere winning of the election, it would all stop. And that's what uh, Viktor Orban said. He said, you got to bring Trump back. If Trump comes back, it all ends.
0: And we will play for you the conclusion of this wide-ranging, broad interview with President Trump. In just a few moments, we'll take a short break. You're listening to The Howie Car Show.
3: The Howie Car Show is back. do about the fbi you know they now it turns out they knew about the uh, the the hunter biden laptop more than a year before biden lied yep. about it during the debate yep. they tried to hide that fd 1023 report from senator grassley which uh from a credible source which says that the biden's got 10 million dollars from Burisma, in addition yeah. to the pay payoffs that, uh, that that Hunter got, and that they have audio recordings of of Biden and Hunter with the head of Burisma. I mean, what are you gonna, what are you going to do about this this FBI metastasizing into a? Be into, yeah, what you,
2: a terrible thing. What's happening is, I, I don't think there's been an institution in the country that's gone down and. In, uh, in love and respect more than the FBI. It's so sad. And you have so many great people in the FBI. I know so many people that they're great. But but the people that are that have been leading, I'd say nobody has nobody has ever seen anything like it. Nobody. And you look at now and, and, you know, they've been infiltrated by radical left and nobody's seen anything like it. And the people are very angry about it. Very, very angry about it. I think, it's a, I think it's a big point in the election as the election. You know, we I think we're leading by a lot. We're going to find out, but we seem to be. We we set the all-time record. The all-time record. Think of that in Iowa, and uh, you know what an honor that is, right? But we're doing well. We thought they thought we were going to win and do easily win, but we ended up setting a record. I think that's going to happen here because I see such spirit, like I've never seen. We did great in 2016. We did better in 2020. And there was a lot of enthusiasm. There's never been enthusiasm like there is right now. Look, it's it's an area that I love. You know that. It's an area that I love, right. and we're going to take care of it. We're going to get your energy prices down. And uh, we're looking for a big victory tonight, Howie. C-
3: CBO, Congressional Budget Office, said yesterday that uh, Biden has released 6.2 million illegal aliens into the U.S. in three years. 6.2 yeah. million.
2: much much more than that yeah it's going to be more it'll be 15 to 16 million by the time he leaves office uh, that's insane and no country can sustain it including this country Can sustain. how, how many it. can you how and many can you have... talk
3: about deporting them how many can you realistically deport
2: well you have to first of all you have to get rid of the criminals because they're coming from jails they're coming from mental institutions these are serious criminals and you have to get rid of the criminals and we're going to take them out immediately we're going to have the largest deportation effort You know, uh, Dwight Eisenhower, people don't think of him this way. He was very much into this. He said, you come in illegally, you have to go out. And he did a massive deportation uh, uh, program, which actually very much worked. He would take them way beyond the border because he used to drop them off just on the other side. They come back in. Uh, We have got a massive. And, you know, my border, I had the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border probably ever in the world because there's never been a border like this. You know, there has been affected by more African-Americans, I think, have been affected by it more than anybody. Uh, They're getting wiped out by this. uh, Biden is wiping out. Uh, that's why I'm doing so well with the African-American vote, because they are getting absolutely decimated by all these people coming in more than anybody else.
3: One final question about uh, there's a guy that uh, supported you in uh, 2016. I remember uh, on uh, election eve, you uh, you read his letter at, uh, in Manchester. Uh, that would be Bill Belichick, the uh, former coach of the New England Patriots. And uh, just, I, right. my, my question for you is, where do you think Bill Belichick should uh, what is what should he do next?
2: So, a lot of people talk about. I know him well. He's a great guy. He's actually a very, very fine guy. Uh, I think that he might go to Dallas. I know they're talking to Atlanta, but I think he might go to Dallas, and we'll see. I, I think a lot of teams would be well well off hiring him. You know, he's been a great coach, he's yeah. been a wonderful guy and a great they're gonna coach. They're going to
3: keep I him. I guess Dallas is going to keep McCarthy for another year, but they, you know, they're saying he's got one year left. And the same thing in Buffalo. You tried to buy Buffalo, I, I seem to recall, way back when.
2: A long time ago, I did. I did. Well, they've done a good job with Buffalo, but they've had some bad breaks. That was amazing. That kick, wide right with Buffalo, right, wide right. Right. I said it before the kick. I said, "Don't be wide right." And uh, they've had. I guess they would have had a few Super Bowls if they didn't go wide right all the time with the kicker. But uh, yeah. no, uh, I don't I don't see how you can change Buffalo. The guy's done a great job, and you know, Dallas wins a lot of games, but it's a nasty business. It's like politics, but not nearly as nasty as politics, right but but Bill will end up someplace and it'll end up good, and I think he should do something. I mean, he's got a lot of life in
3: him. One last question. you're speaking now directly to Nikki Haley uh, before the polls close in New Hampshire. What do you want to say to Nikki Haley, bird brain as you call her?
2: Yeah. No, I I wouldn't be speaking before the polls. Falls. I uh, we'll see how it comes out tonight. At a certain point, she's going to be, I believe, forced to leave. Uh, she won't leave easily. I think she'll probably stay as long as she can and longer maybe than she should. And we'll see what happens. But the numbers are on our side. We're we're leading in her in her area by 50 points. You know, in South Carolina, next week we're going to get 100% of Nevada because they chose not to run because I was leading by so much in the polls. They didn't want to waste the fees. And uh, so I get 100% next week of Nevada, and then we go to South Carolina. It looks like I'm up by a tremendous amount, Howie, a tremendous amount, and uh, like 50 points,
3: which
2: is pretty – which is pretty good, considering she was the governor of South Carolina. And, I and you're endorsed by the guy she appointed
3: to it. the U.S. Senate, uh, Tim yeah, Scott. Yeah,
2: that's a strange one, right? You've got to think about that, right? That, what does that tell you? So, but I appreciate it very much. Thank Charlie, you. Thank you, you. Uh, President
3: Trump, to and uh, 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 congratulations on tonight's uh, upcoming victory. I know I'm not trying to jinx you, but you're going to win big.
0: And that was the pre recorded interview this morning uh, with President Trump by Howie Carr. And you can listen to that wherever you get your Howie Carr show podcasts on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. And uh, we have some of it posted in clips on Howie's Twitter feed and his socials. Make sure to follow him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that good stuff. Howie is back tomorrow with another great show to recap the New Hampshire primary. 2024. It's here. Have a great night.